Hey everybody, welcome back to Lady Geeks' Society Podcast. I'm Gisana. And I'm Jenna. And today we're here to talk about Bridgerton's sixth episode titled Swish. This is a horrible title. Can we just talk about I was that? literally just about to say, I don't understand why you would title it Swish. There's that one line. Yeah. But overall, doesn't really... And the thing is, in general, there's there's always just the title is used one time in whatever the episode and that's fine because most of the time it's great yeah like the 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 time it's used is incredible especially next week's oceans apart gets me oh that's great but swish why it's such a small moment especially when marina is not even the main character why very interesting but again like I said, even next week's, it doesn't come from a main character, but it's such a great moment. Yeah. It just ties exactly. everything together. But Switch I was gonna say. does not fly with me. So that's... I feel like it only really relates to Marina's situation, and yeah. I don't know how it goes to anyone else. But, no. you know, okay. If you want to name it Swish, you name it Swish. Yeah. yeah. Um, For the most part, this is... An episode where that does not end well. Um, no. What would you rate it out of ten? We didn't. We I forgot saw, to do this last week. We so. did. Should we rate last week's as well? While we're we here. Can. While we're here, what was last week's? Last week I'd give a nine. Last week's I give an eight. Okay. And then this week's I would probably give a yeah I'd give it a seven. I would give it. Uh, seven I want to say 6.8 yeah 6.8 works as well there are some great parts there are absolutely like the montage hello love I just song. love to see some honeymoon action tastefully done yes get very it. tastefully Great. done you do you I would also be spying like there. That was so funny. That was the greatest scene with the servants and the ladies' maids and whoever was there just eavesdropping. I get it. I would do too. I feel like that's like, I like seeing those moments with the servants as well to like, you know, because they're people too. And I like that we're having this conversation. They know things. They always know things better than everybody else. Yeah. Just like also when they're at, dinner and Simon's like what starts off the montage and he's like you know and Daphne moves her chair over and he's kissing her hand and the servants are just like look so uncomfortable (laughs) and she's like should we be doing this it's like it's funny that was a funny poor servants I I cannot um but this is also the episode where we get a really shocking announcement coming from Colin oh yes so should we should we go into Bridgerton's and then honeymoon and then, or or should we you want to do everything and then we'll save Simon and Daphne for the end? Sure, we could do that. Let's, All right, let's let's do that. So then, what is this announcement that is made? Oh, you know, just he's marrying Miss Marina Thompson. They he all has- look so happy about it. <laughs> I. I, I, I do really love that scene, though, because the beginning is so precious with it is. Anthony, just like that little moment where he's dad mode is turned on. 
when yeah. Gregory runs by him, then Hyacinth runs by him, and he's just like, okay, whatever, back to conversation. And Violet's holding on to Hyacinth. Like, that's And then that also happens next week. Just... So sweet. That's fine. Um, but then we do get a little bit of angst with Penn and Eloise again. Yeah, with them not... Not talking still. No, and then that announcement comes, and it's just... Bam. Anthony looks like he just cannot compute what's happening. He's just like looking back and yep. forth. He's like, Did you know about this? Well, like the theme for this whole season of we're in public, you know, like keep it together. People are looking. Uh, like, it's one thing to propose without telling anybody in your family. You don't have to, you know, tell everyone, but That's it's another crazy. to announce it publicly. Like, this would have been the great time for Colin to go up to Anthony and say, hey, uh, let's talk. I got to talk to you about something really important. And I I don't condone Anthony screaming at him and that really misogynistic conversation about wetting your wicks yeah. and oh, all that God. jazz. But I also understand his anger because, yes, they just found out about this. What else are they going to do? Yeah, I feel like, like you said, like, his anger is completely understandable for just like, you know, just essentially blindsiding his family. Mm-hmm. But the conversation that needed to happen was not the one that happened. No. I feel like he went about it in a very weird, you know, he went about this more in like the misogynistic brother type of way rather yeah. than, you know, but even though he, you know, he's still trying to be the head of the family, but now we see him more as acting like that brother type rather than yeah. like head of the family. Which, to a degree, it's interesting because it's with Colin. You know, ABC does have a very similar dynamic. They are kind of all, all three of them are on the same wavelength when it comes to their liaisons. Yeah. Give or take some of them, you know, Anthony, obviously the worst. But they are fairly, you know, in the same plane. Yeah, at least in the books. Yeah. Because it... He says that Colin's very green. Yeah. How so, green is he? We don't know. I mean, I feel like, like he's... I, did we address this last week? I feel like he, he has, you know... I feel like he's had... Know. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking... I don't know why I can't say that. It just uh, suddenly Colin feels so innocent, and I feel wrong saying that. But he knows what taking his sticks out means. Yeah. So he's been there, done that... Perhaps not as much as Anthony and not as much as Benedict. Yeah. But it's not the conversation you have. But again, I also get it. And it's kind of the whole theme of this episode with people rushing where the action leads to the conversation as opposed to the conversation leading to action. Yeah. So if Colin had just approached his family and said, hey, I'm thinking of, I have, even if he not said I'm thinking about it, even if he has said, I have proposed to Marina. I want to run this by you guys before we make a public announcement. Yeah, there's... To a more chill conversation. Absolutely. And discussion. Yeah, and even, like, if he told his family... I feel like his family has a right to know, especially with how close they are, before Mm -hmm. he announces it in public. Yeah. It's crazy. Sweet baby goat needs... He's got a lot to learn, as they all yeah. do when it comes to conversation and yes. to talk things through. Jesus Christ. Like, yes. And then 
Colin's saying he's older than Daphne yeah. in regards to like getting married and Anthony's saying it's not the same and you know it, which is also super sexist, mm-hmm. but also true because in this instance, Daphne is more mature and but- handled her own, you know, Mm-hmm. Like she knew her feelings and she was able to handle her situation, but Colin is not mature enough right exactly. now. And not and, only that, but can I just throw shade at men and the fact that they well, do, we do as women, we are more mature than they are. We kind of get to the places that they take a lot longer to get to. That too. I and do how appreciate so- that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And, but then also like how society grooms both of them. Yeah, exactly. Like, society at this time grooms men not to be ready to settle down at yep. this time meanwhile You're women right. that's all they're groomed for is to get married mm-hmm. so you know it's it's we are living in a patriarchal society with all the double standards so it yes. you forget that sometimes because it's yeah. so great but it's just not envious of this situation no again i will somehow Still take this time period over that time period. Yeah. And it's taking a lot for me to say that right now. Yep. But it still holds true. Hard agree. Um, and then, so on to back to Colin. Anthony's disappointed him in more ways than one, which stings, but we get it. Yeah. Um, if I were Anthony, I wouldn't give my blessing either. So. No. But Anthony's got a lot to deal with. Yes, he does. But then we go into call the the dinner, or rather, the conversation with Violet, where he says, "It seems like no one takes me seriously," and that's such an interesting little bit that I feel like we get in *Romancing Mr. Bridgerton*, where he he addresses the fact that he's the charming one. He's Colin, you know, no one takes yes. Colin seriously, but Penelope. And so it's, it, it's interesting that he thinks this when in reality, she is unfortunately out for selfish gain. She being Marina. Yes. Uh, so I'm very interested in seeing how this little detail of Colin's personality will come out later on. Yeah, and I, I like that. to go away. Yeah, because like you said, too, like, I like that they've introduced this side of Colin already. Mm-hmm. But it is weird how I feel like we don't get to see enough of, like, the Colin that messes around and all of that. I feel like we see more jokey Colin with Penelope. Mm-hmm. But Penelope sees more than that in him. Exactly. Which is, you know. Which is what makes them so perfect. Um, exactly. But... So they, you know, he has that conversation with Violet and she's, it's a very sweet moment. Um, But I also love that little bit with like Benedict managing the kids. Oh my God, yes. And the ribbon conversation that I guess happened in the first episode. There's a little detail in the very first episode where you see Gregory taking ribbon. Oh my God. From... Uh, Hyacinth when he's running down the stairs. So I don't know if that's the same conversation, but I love that little... Yeah, that's, that that part was just so great. Because like you yeah. said, like it's a great family moment, and it's like funny. It's hilarious, really. And then just like listening to Benedict like manage his younger siblings. I love that. Eloise with a whole ass pear in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and she's like, alright, I'm leaving now. Um, But, so that was, and then 
we lead to the family dinner with um, the Viscount, the yes. Viscountess, and Colin. You know what I hate to one. We were missing the part where like, oh no. Well, I mean, we're not really talking about Marina yet, so. So well, we'll get there. Yeah, we're at the dinner. The dinner is a very awkward dinner. Anthony's just like long engagement. Yes, <laughs> but also this is something Colin wants as well. Yeah, beginning said Austin said he wants a long engagement to get to know her more. Yeah. So, you know, they he insults his sisters in their embroidery. Um, are they really that bad? Who knows? Yeah. Does it matter? No. Uh. We get a really uh, excellent song number from Prudence. Yes. She's a... Their faces during that. Anthony was way too sober. Anthony was like, fill up my glass. And then I feel like Violet was just like... Violet also, actually. Violet, both of them. Get them five more drinks. Yeah. Um... And Colin obviously needs to get out of that room, which he does. And Penelope follows and tries to tell him about George. So this is where things get a little bit tricky. Yeah. Um, how do we how do we begin? So she you know she she did try to talk to Marina last week about Colin's too young. Please don't do this to him. He's a nice person. Don't take advantage of him. And Marina was like, and the thing is, to a degree, I understand Marina's side as well. Colin is somebody she could grow to love. Who wouldn't love Colin? Yeah. So it's not like I get her point of view as well. It's just still icky to know that you are taking advantage of someone's innocence, which another running theme yeah. throughout the episode. You, you know, she, Penelope. Tries to have that talk with Marina. Yeah. Sees she's not getting anywhere. So she she feels that it's right to go tell Colin that Marina is in love with somebody else. And she has seen the letters and she doesn't want his heart to be broken. And I just brain cannot handle. Um, And when Colin says you really are good, you know that it just uh, wounds me a lot. Yeah. But. He he's fine. He's fine with it. He he's accepting of the fact that she could have loved somebody else, which, which is, is gonna great. Be, it is. And it's going to be very interesting when it comes to Penelope's point of view to know that he has loved somebody else and to accept that part of him. Yes. So I do like but that. She's already, you know. Yeah, she's madly in love with him. Um, but. So it's. You know. Yeah, and then Marina comes out mm-hmm. and interrupts their moment. They have that talk, and he suggests Gretna Green. And just the way she's just lying so much in the scene, it just, I don't like it. I just, there's no other way to say it. It's just like, I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable, you know? Because yeah. it's just like, you don't want to see this happening to him. Yeah, and because we know. I, yeah, and again, like like you were saying, like I get it. Like she could grow to love him and all that stuff, and like her be with someone good who will treat her and her kid well. But I feel like she's not even thinking of her kid as much. She's more of just thinking of herself. And even having Penelope like basically ask her not to go after Colin, the one person who's been nice to her, and exactly. still 
she does it. And she even says that. She says, I don't want to lose you as my friend, Pen. But it's like, you say that, yet your actions are doing something completely different. Yes. So it is, it's, it sucks. It's not a good situation. And ugh, I hate this scene because she uses his name and I'm just, you know how I feel about names. How oh, I, I know. I will address the fact that because it didn't happen in a formal instant where he was like, please call me Colin or, you know, something, something like that. I'm fine with, I'll get over. Also just the fact that he does have, he doesn't call Penelope Penelope. He calls her Pen. So that's already a level of intimacy they have that nobody else does. So yeah, fine. I'll take it. I'll shut up about it. Um, but they're planning on going and Penelope finds out. Once she digs in Portia's drawers to find the letter, realizes the signature is off, they're fake. And I here's where I get Marina because she's like, I still, like, my time is ticking for her. Absolutely. She's, she's going to start showing. She has to make quick decisions. I get that. But what I... What got me here and what, again, conversation could have been a lot different is when she says, you're nothing but, oh, man, I can't even say it out loud because it stings. Like, when she said Eloise, I was like, I get it. And she's like, even little Hyacinth, I was done. Yeah. Done. Yeah. No. I also hate how she talks down to her here. Like, again. Fantasy, unrequited, childish love, like. No, and, like, her saying, like, oh, I know more of the world than you and all this yeah. stuff. And you know what? Clearly she does know more of what's um, – and I don't like how she says, like, she knows more of the world than her. And I'm Marina clearly does know things that Penelope doesn't. But to use that like, and discredit her and mm-hmm. her own knowledge, I hate. That's, yeah. like, one of my biggest pet peeves. And what do you call Because – Penelope, like everything Penelope knows and feels is valid. So she's literally just discredited everything yeah. that Penelope could possibly say. And again, the only person who has been nice to her this entire time. So yeah. it's it's just like I any feelings, well, good feelings I had about Marina are out the window now. Yeah, sadly. I, I don't like that comparison either. If you know something that somebody else doesn't, teach them. Yeah. But do not use that as a stepping stone to make them feel inferior. Yeah. Does not vibe with me. So she does the one thing she knows she probably shouldn't do, but it really is her last resort. If you think about it, what else was she going to do? Go run to, uh, you know, I mean, I guess she could have gone to Violet, knocked, banged on the door and said, she's pregnant. Da, da, da. But would would that stop Colin? You know, and they also went through this whole thing of trusting women's, what women have to say. Yeah. You know, which is insane. The only woman who is fully trusted is, is Lady Whistledown. But, you know, if this is her way to, like, nip this completely in the bud mm-hmm. and to, like, potentially save Colin from a loveless match and be completely taken advantage of... I can't blame her. No, I can't either. Not I even really can't. What comes next is, you know, a little bit trickier. But 
she sacrifices her family in this situation as well because again her sisters are innocent in this matter but Portia's not exactly mom of the year no and the Bridgertons are the one family that Penelope respects more than anything rightfully yeah. so they've they've taken her in as they, if they're well. yeah I almost feel like there she feels more like family there than with her mm-hmm. own family we don't get to see any great moments between her and her siblings exactly. or her parents. Um, so yeah, she, it's a horrible situation, but she did what she had to do. And yeah. that scene with her running to Eloise. Breaks my heart. Oh but man. Also just, like Eloise just holds her and yeah. is just like, you know, whatever, you know, this is what is happening, but I'm friendly. here. Yeah. Just the way that... How does Nicola cry like that? I don't know, but it hurts. It really does. Like, there are people where they're just like... When she, they cry, you cry. You can't help it. She's one of those where I'm like, do not make her cry anymore because that hurts. But you love her. You don't want to see her cry. Exactly. Um, and I do, I do kind of wish we heard whatever conversation followed with yeah. her and Eloise. But Did they even talk, though, is the big question. Did she even say... Too. Or maybe this is where she had the conversation where she, well, no, I don't think she would have said anything about Whistledown. Or she could yeah. have, and Eloise could have just not put two to two together. Yeah. Um, or maybe she could have been like, it got out. I know it got out, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I feel it. It's coming or something. I don't know. Yeah. And then, you know, we see Colin coming down and Violet giving him the article and... It's, it's it's a rough little scene there. Uh, it is. And you know, it's funny too because like he looks upset. Obviously, he's upset, but he doesn't look like super torn up. No, we get that next week. Yeah, yeah, it's all leading up there. It's like more of shock now than anything, especially since he was literally ready to go to Gretna Green. My God. Anyway, literally um, the nick of time. <laughs> yeah, and then so. Uh, that's what happens in that area. Yeah, that's what's happening in London. Uh, back in Cliveden. <laughs> oh, can I just say, when they got there, first I was like, please let me go back to England. But obviously not right now. Yeah. And then also the house, like going back and forth between London and Cliveden, like noticing that castle, whatever it is. It's just like, it feels like a museum. It's yeah, very cold. Like, yeah, and then it's like you go back to Bridgerton House, and it's like even though the colors are actually cool, and Cliveden's actually warmer, it feels warmer and like a family home in yeah. Bridgerton House. Like it's more cozy, and like yeah, obviously it's like very, uh, what is it like the I think it's Adams style or whatever. That whole decor is mm-hmm. you know much more like stuffy and not as warm, but it still yeah. feels more that hard to agree yeah um but they have some really cute moments like he they have a ton of cute moments uh, yeah when he what is it called why can't i why am i blanking on what that thing is called when you take your wife oh like carrying her over the threshold or there whatever you go. i was like what is the word it starts with a t <laughs> um and he's so like He's like, oh, we're not going to have separate rooms and yeah. all that stuff. Like, it was so cute. 
It was. It was very adorable. Um, and like you said, you mentioned the scene at the dinner, and then there's all the scenes at uh, outside, in the grass, in the rain, which, by the way, the one in the rain, I was just like, this is beautiful, but guys, aren't you cold? How? We're in England, after all. If this was LA, I'd be like, yeah, that works. Yeah, sure. No, no. That's cold. Especially they're wearing capes and stuff during the day. Yes. Yeah, so and at night, it's raining, and you're going to... None okay. of you got sick after? No one had the sniffles? I don't understand that one. Um, but, and then we get the really adorable scenes in the country where he actually realizes that his absence has affected so yes. many people, which is great for him to see that as much as he didn't want the dukedom, he could do better than his father and help these people. Yes. And it's like you you see, too, how as much as he wanted to get back at his father, it's also hurting people that mm-hmm. don't deserve it. Exactly. Yeah. And so I that. like... What was that? Oh. I like that we get to see him take on that role more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually be there for his people. But it's interesting how much he does not know about his own land and estate. Because then even when they were doing the... Uh, with the whole pig, like, who wins... Yeah. You know, and Daphne, you know, she doesn't know. And he doesn't even know yeah. to tell her. No, and no, like, I pick a winner. Yeah, and I knew something like this was going to happen. I'm like, I know it's cute and whatever, but it's like, that's how it was back then. Yeah. I really like seeing him step up to all that stuff. Yeah, I definitely agreed. It was really nice. And the moments with her bonding with Rose and making the baskets oh. herself, I really love that as well because as much as the Bridgertons are you know, upper society and they they get shit done for them, there are things that they do themselves. Like, so much of their garden is Violet's garden. Yeah. She so, knows about flowers and she knows about these things. They're not just lazy sit-around all yeah. day, do nothing. Even when they are, there's still bits and pieces here and there that they know and they understand. So I really love that scene with, um, you know, her saying it's not a big deal. Did you get the yeah. vibe that uh, she was the, the what's her name? Mrs. The lady that was running, that she was she was throwing shade at Daphne when oh, she said yeah. the um, whole time that that the former Duchess was so perfect. Oh yeah, there was nothing but shade coming out of. Me. I wrote yeah. that down too because Daphne was genuinely trying, and like sometimes yeah. I feel like all right, I feel like you're being a brown nose. But but she was trying, and Mrs. Coulson yeah. was giving her nothing to work with. Yeah. Right, and yeah. especially that one line about the former Duchess being so perfect. I was like, what are you... What, yeah. What, no. What's wrong with Daphne? Like, you know, I don't... It was just... It was very bizarre. It so, really was. Yeah. So, I don't... I don't know. That, that didn't fly with me, but it's okay. At least she has Rose. She has a friend. Someone else in the Bridgerton family has a friend. <laughs> I love, I love Rose. She's I great. really oh, do too. Talk about like when she's brushing her hair out. Yeah, like, and oh, she's like, well, you like, know, difficult entanglements. The Duke needs to chill a bit, or not. Uh, but yeah, we do get some incredible scenes. There's also the scene where um, they're walking in the fields that you drew that really stunning picture of. Thank you. Um, painting of. It's not a picture. It's a painting, right? 
digital painting yeah yeah uh where they're talking about children and she's like you i'm like i'm sorry that you you cannot see that and things like that and she's kind of putting it on him that like almost pitting him and pitting yeah. her in that sense too that it's a shame we won't be able to have this and then he does mention i really do appreciate that line though where he says where she says my brothers and sisters will be busy so yeah. i'll have plenty of nieces and nephews because when you think about it how many grandchildren does violet have like 30 oh my god i i don't even know so it's a really great moment to also just bring back how close the family is and that nieces and nephews will be as important as their children are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that. That whole scene is so beautiful. It is. Aesthetically and, and internally, emotion. it's a really yeah. great scene. Even yeah. though it's laced with lies, but you know. Yeah. It, like, it hurts, too, because it's like, we were saying this, like, Simon doesn't let Daphne get to know the real him. No. She has to discover it. And which, there's, which there's that scene in episode seven that I'm itching to talk about, but yeah, that's for episode seven. Um, but so, yeah, and then there's there's the scene that yes, we just were talking about. Uh, it's not good. No, it's do we like it? No. no. Was it the right thing to do? No. Absolutely not. Is it better than it was in the books? Yeah. Much better. It's not even on the same level. No. But it's still not right. No. It It's a very gray area of consent. Mm-hmm. And it's, again, it's not right. And it's what we've been saying, that if people just talked instead of doing something, yeah, we would not be in this situation right now with so, more than exactly. one couple. It's all because of miscommunication yeah. that led to this point. Yeah. Again, not saying it was right, but that's that's what it's just how it is. One of the things that I do I will give the series is the fact that Simon is completely sober. Yeah. And that's already a huge difference from the book that takes away that really gross yeah. element. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he is fully able to consent prior. Yes. So that's really important to address. Um, yeah, and one thing. No, it should not have happened. And what I do appreciate about like how they handled it was with the voiceover of Lady yes. Whistledown saying, "Can the ends justify the wretched means?" While you see Daphne in the bed, like holding like, her legs up. Yeah. Yeah and, it's like, yeah, and it's like, even though they don't talk about it as much as it should be talked about and, like, have, like, a proper apology or anything, we do get this being, like, this was not right. This wasn't mm-hmm. okay. You know, we do get something of that from the series. And we also get the desperate times call for desperate yes measures. or all is fair in love and war love and war like the yeah. the voiceover really helps the performances also help because yes. the performances are able to tell you that hey this person is either because in the books straight up daphne does not feel remorse no in the show phoebe Navarre's performance tells us otherwise yeah that, like she like was running away yeah. you know and like i get she was upset too by simon's lies but then she you know there is still you can tell something is bothering her. 
beyond yeah. that. Yeah. So performances help, the voiceover helps, and just in general, tweaking the scene helps. I think we were all in agreement that it should not have happened. They should have found another way through this conflict. But if they had to include it, at least with this, I didn't feel like, ew, this ship, I hate them. Because yeah. that's essentially what happened in the books. I had such a hard time. This is the one book that I own it, but I do not read past a certain point. And when I do, it's only just like reading the little bits about the family. Because yeah. you can't go back. It's No. There's no remorse in the books. When I first read the book, I think I read it like in October or something. And then I was like so turned off by what yeah, happened. Yeah, you waited a while. Until- I waited... I took like a pretty big break and then it wasn't until like I planned a trip to London. I was like, I need to go back to reading Regency romances before I left that I picked up the Viscount who loved me. And then I fell in love with them all. Yeah. is What happened? See, if I didn't have anyone trustworthy saying, read the next one, it's good. I would not have. Yeah. Plain and simple. I would be like, I have zero interest in this family. I'm done. Yeah essentially blaming everyone else but yeah it's just shouldn't have happened yeah I, yeah uh the but i do appreciate the fact that they do talk about things right after as well that's also such a great scene because that's yeah. partners reagan and phoebe are incredible in that scene they are they really are so there's that immediate conversation because again, he's, he's sober enough to have the conversation to have it face to face with that. Was there a door in front of them when it happened before? Did she immediately there run away? Was. I don't even remember. No, he left the room after oh. in the book because he, he couldn't speak. Yeah. So yeah. it's a great moment of discussion and the idea of cannot, will not specificity yeah. being important. Um, and just, Again, showcasing the fact that conversation can work wonders without actions sometimes. And while sometimes we need actions, other times we just need conversation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how the episode ends. And we get some really great scenes, though, next in the next one. Because of the fact that she doesn't go back home. Yes. Without him. Well, oh, yeah, you because in the book, he actually leaves her right after this. That's yeah. what happens. Yeah. He leaves her, and then she goes back, and then there's that whole thing with Anthony yeah. and the letter and the passing and stuff. But with this, the fact that she stays allows these conversations to happen, and it's it's just a better way of handling it. Yeah, and it, like, it lets them work through things. Yeah. Than ha- just being like, nope, and having that big, I don't, I don't know, it was just... It's odd in the books because they definitely don't yeah. talk enough, but it's like at least we get to see them learning more about each other mm-hmm. as well after this point. So, yeah. yeah. It was it was definitely set up much better in this show. Yeah. Uh, so that's Swish. Yeah. I really hate this title. I still, even after talking about it, I don't no. understand where no. else it comes in movement like is that what it's supposed to be i mean maybe Quick movement maybe but maybe. still it's With how much they're doing it in this episode right but it's it's not as profound as i would like no 
It really isn't. It isn't. Um, but yeah, other than that, they're the rest of the scenes were adorable. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Actually, I forgot to mention, like, I love one of the little scenes, like in the beginning, back to happier times when um, I think she gets up and it's like after the, you know, I think it was after the montage. And Daphne's like, I understand why girls are kept in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, and she gets up, she's like, I need to like learn how to be a Dutch and her little like curtsy, curtsy and they're your grace. That was adorable. I love that. Like it's I want like that where I'm just like my heart. Yes, I want more of those. Yeah. things. Simon's robe. Yes, that's a nice robe. Like hello. Yes. yes. Um. Absolutely. But yeah. Oh, also, I found it weird that like that, I'm telling you, I just saw my notes again. This housekeeper was throwing so much shade at her when Daphne's like, "Oh, I want to redecorate," and she's just like, "What?" Like, and then she's Simon's like, do whatever you want. Yeah, I'm like, you're, she's a new duchess. She can do whatever the hell she wants. Like, what the heck? Um, but yeah, we, we'll talk more about how little women know and all that jazz next week. Because that's essentially where this conversation leads to. Is also making assumptions. Somebody knows when you should have realized that they don't. And that's I think that's one of the things with Simon is Simon does not realize... Um, so much of what's going on outside. It's the same with the house and not yeah. knowing how much absence has affected the dukedom. Mm-hmm. That sentence felt so weird to say. Um, you know, not realizing just a little his wife knows about sex and intimacy. Um, yeah. And, you know, even maybe his workers, too. There's, there's a lot to learn for everybody. So mm-hmm. we'll get there. And you know what will, will be interesting, like, next season, getting to see the differences between mm-hmm. how, like, what happened with Simon's estates versus what does Aubrey Hall look like? Yeah. How is Anthony holding it? Like, maybe we'll get to, I would love to see that, actually. Like, yeah. them talking about, you know, like, helping each other out with stuff. They need to, these people. I want to see them be real friends. Hang on. Well, we'll talk about those two next episode because oh boy, will we? A lot to say about them. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. So those are our thoughts on Swish, as eloquently as we could have put them. Uh, we'll be back to talk about Oceans Apart, and just saying that title makes me so emotional. Good lord, it's a very emotional episode. It is very dramatic. I, I, I like. I wrote a lot about a couple that gets less than maybe a minute of screen time. Oh yes. So I have a lot to say next week. Um, we'll be back. Head on over and share your thoughts with us on the Twitter. Um, everything will be linked in the description. And. We hate this title and some parts of this episode. (laughs) Bye. Bye.